they were game collectors. And they were the best of pals. Talked about a podcast. And now they're here to fill your hour. Power on. Retro Gaming Podcast. Power on. Retro Gaming Podcast. Power on. Retro Gaming Podcast. Hello, welcome back to episode 26 of the Power On Retro Gaming Podcast. My name is Scott and joined by me today is my co-host James. How are you going, James? I'm good, buddy. How are you? Very well, thank you. So, let's get into it and why don't you tell me what you've been playing this last fortnight? The last fortnight, well, as of the last podcast, I was playing Sly Raccoon uh, on the HD collection. I ended up beating that and I ended up getting the Platinum Trophy on it as well. But now I'm on to Sly 2, Band of Thieves. I'm actually quite enjoying this game a lot more than the first one because it's a, more, a lot more to do. Yeah. Uh, it's a more vast game, uh, more missions, more characters are involved. It's not just as straightforward as the last one, which I found it was too easy. But it was it was easy to die, but the game overall was too easy. While yeah. this is yeah. a bit more of a challenge. Yeah, that's pretty much all I've been playing for the last fortnight. Like, I every chance I get, but then it's more just you know researching what other games to buy. Yeah, that I'll never have time to play. Yeah, that's that's sort of what I've been doing at the moment. I've been looking into like PlayStation One games because um I'll talk about a bit more about this later. But um I got a I got a pair of cordless PS1 controllers because I wanted oh, to go yeah. back and play um, Final Fantasy V on the PS1. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And because um, my PS1's chipped, I can play. I bought a copy from America, I think I was saying in the last episode. And then, yeah, I was looking at, I was like, oh, I might as well start getting some games on the PS1 again. And like, you know, how? when am I going to play it? Never. Exactly. It's, exactly. Um, it's insane. Well, that's cool. So, yeah, is it a step up in gameplay compared to the first one or is it basically the same engine they've just rushed out a sequel no it's totally different it's just bigger worlds uh it's not linear like the first one was it's more exploring Uh, you can instead of just playing a sly and having like a background story you have to use uh the three characters in the group yeah, uh, to do different parts, rescue different characters. Mm. It's just, and it, the narrative is quite funny as well. Yeah. So it's not just just straightforward game. Uh, it's it's just it's overall it's a good game. I recommend it to anyone. Like going into Sly One, I'm like, how much can they improve on this? Well, yeah, they improved a lot, and there's still one more to go after mm. this. So I'm mm. about 55% through in like completing the whole game. So I'm trying to collect everything uh, yeah. as I've been doing of recently, mm-hmm. and looking forward to seeing how it finishes and what world is next uh, because it's just a lot of fun. Yeah, cool. All right, that's cool. Yeah, well, I was gonna say, what have you been playing this past fortnight? Um, I ended up beating Sonic Adventure on the PS3. I had the I downloaded that when I first got it, um, yeah. so that was good. I beat Shadow of the Tomb Raider. So a lot of games that I've talked about that I've been playing beat those two which was good i actually finished uh dynasty warriors next on the ps vita okay. finally after a long time and started playing ration clank one which oh wow yeah i know you're a big fan of so started playing that um i didn't realize it was as much of an open world as it is 
I thought it was going to be sort of, I didn't really know what to expect, to be honest. Um, but yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. I'm not really um, super drawn to it, but I'm not too is, far into it either. Is this the, is this like the HD remake? Yeah, yeah I'm playing it on the Vita, so the three, it's the trilogy on the Vita. Yeah, the first one, it's a bit stale in a way, but yeah. once you get to like the second and third one, it yeah. really amps it up. It's like, it's kind of like sly in a way. It's like finding its ground, and then the yeah. number two, it just builds upon that and improves it a mm. whole lot. Mm. Yeah, it's um, the only issue I'm having is I'm getting a bit burnt out by um, all these RPGs that I'm playing. Yep. So, because I've probably got, I'm also playing Dying Light, you know, Tales of Bastyria, um, Final Fantasy 1 on the PSP. I'm playing um, Fire Emblem Three Houses on the Switch. Oh, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm playing the Metal Gear Solid Phantom Pain on Xbox One, which is a large game. But, you know, like a lot of large games there where there's no sort of light at the end of the tunnel at the yep. moment. Yeah, um, yeah. So, yeah, in a way, it's sort of, you know, you sit down, you play an hour at this and you haven't really achieved anything. I'm not feeling any fulfillment from it at the moment. But, um, yeah, in some ways it's almost been like a chore. But I just wanted to find something and play it. Um, you know, that's just a quick, easy, easy game. So uh, I did yep. think it was going to be that with Ratchet and Clank, but it again ended up being that something that's quite involved. That's the only issue. Yeah. Um, I did pick up Street Fighter Three the other night. Um, Is that third strike? Yeah, third strike, and played that. And I'll tell you what, like that's exactly what I needed. It was so much fun, and just to yep. get back into it, the you know, it's great. It's a great game that one, and. Um, yeah, really enjoy it. So, yeah, you know, that Metal Slug 4 was playing last night, which was fun. A um, little bit of, oh, actually quite a bit of um, Paper Mario Color Splash on the Wii U. Yep. Put probably maybe five or six hours into that over the last couple of days, so that's that's quite fun. Um, okay. Difficult game, but more so difficult that you have to work out how to progress in the game, and it's very tricky, and you've got to sort of, read between the lines and a lot of things and sort of look into the background because it is some cases there's isometric parts hidden in the level, you know, you sort of need to identify to move forward. Um, yeah. And although the dialogue is humorous, um, you really do need to pay attention to what's going on, otherwise you'll miss something. And there is places you can get hints along the way, but, yeah, it is it is difficult and um, probably about, you know, 80% into that and onto the last sort of... Um, Pain star now, so hopefully I can finish that off. But yeah, as I said, just really just want to start playing some games that are, you know, 10 hour games that you can just knock over. Okay. Did uh, you end up beating uh, um, Paper Mario on the 64? No, see, that's one that I've been playing as well, but I'm probably only three hours into that one. I figured I'd just put my efforts into Color Splash because I was closer to completing that one. Yep. Um, but yeah, I. Yeah, I'll get back to it at some point. Oh, good. It's just too much on the go because I've just all because I've had time because obviously I've been on a bit of a holiday with the baby. Um, yeah. I've just sort of flicked through a few different things, but haven't really. Yeah, there was a week where I sort of completed a lot of titles which I had on the go, but um, didn't really progress too far in the the ones that I'm playing now. And the ones yeah. that I've chosen to pick up and start playing have been massive epic games, and I'm just like, oh, you know, we over here for hours, sort of thing. No, good. Yeah. But anyway, Sonic Mania is good. Played that as well. 
Yeah, yeah, he was saying that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. he was saying that a fortnight ago. Yeah, I'm really saying, enjoying it. I enjoyed it so much. I actually enjoyed Sonic Adventure so much. I went back and I played a little bit of Sonic the Hedgehog on PS3. I think it was one of the first ones released. Was that a bunch of loading screens? Yeah, it's basically the one where there's sort of like a um, inter, you know, interspecies relationship between the girl and Sonic. Um, yep. So it's a bit strange. I don't think it has trophy support either, but it was no. okay. Um, but yeah, Sonic Mania is a great game. Really cool. Soundtrack's awesome. Very colourful. Um, there's even a DLC for it. I have it on Xbox One. I almost purchased it on, uh, on the Switch, the complete edition. Yeah. Um, well, Sonic Mania was a fan-made game. Yeah, well, I'm a fan, so well done, fan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, um, yeah, so in, in saying that, though, what I've picked up, I actually got a copy. I've got it on the GameCube, but um, Sonic Adventure 2, I downloaded it on the Xbox One because it was about $6. Yep. I just figured for the ease, it's, it's there. Um, I got that. Um, so that was something I just downloaded. The other day, but um, what else did I get? I got Warrior Land Four. Um, downloaded that on the on the Wii U. Mm-hmm. Um, I also got uh, Warrior Master of Disguise on the DS. Yep. Uh, Unit Thirteen on the PS Vita. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sengoku Bazara X on the PS2. It's a Japanese game. It's a fighting game. It sounds. Yep, um, I got yeah. a I got a GameCube to HDMI converter, which comes with a obviously the SNES N64 as well, and I got yep. a PS2 to HDMI converter because we got basically what happened is our TV blew up about ten weeks ago and they've had it for ages and then they rang up and said we can't fix it so we're going to give you the latest model, and it doesn't have any AV ports in it so I had to what, get on. The... What company did you go with? JB Hi-Fi. No, no, no. In terms of your converters. Um, Hyperkin. Hyperkin, okay. Yeah. Why? Are they no good? Uh, this is so. Oh, we'll talk about this off the air, Papa. Don't let me down, <laughs> brother. Anyway, um, <laughs> Naruto Ninja Destiny, which is a DS game based off the popular, popular Naruto series. Also got uh, Naruto Ninja Council and Naruto Ninja Council 3 on the DS. That's as a well. lot of Naruto. Yeah, I went on a bit of a Naruto frenzy because they were quite cheap. And there's my baby kicking off. Uh, also got Naruto Shippuden, which was Naruto versus Sasuke. That's another DS game. So four DS games based around the Naruto series. Yep. Uh, any followers of my Instagram would have seen I put a photo up of Unit 13, which is on the PS Vita. Um, and a copy of uh, Warrior Master of Disguise on the DS as well. Okay. Um, so... That's just a few little games there. and All right, so why don't you tell me about what you've got this last week? So what I've picked up, the uh, the Turbo Graphics Mini. Um, I've been waiting for that for a long time to come from the States. It was on January. Mm-hmm. Uh, it got delayed because of the whole COVID thing, and they were expecting it to arrive December-ish. Uh, but then they got stock from Japan, apparently, mm-hmm. and it ended up arriving. It was... In perfect condition. I've seen some people's packages kind of destroyed, or they've got like a product sticker on top of it. But yeah. uh, no issues with mine. I'm very happy. Uh, that good. was probably the biggest pickup. I haven't played it yet because I don't have the room or capacity to play it at the moment. Yeah. Um, 
But besides that, I actually, after you were talking to your Turtles game, I think it was Mutants in Manhattan or something like that. Uh, yeah, 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 Xbox, yeah. Yeah, I ended up uh, getting that off some guy on Gumtree for like $25 posted. So I'm trying to squeeze that in. I'm still playing Sly, as I did mention, and The Last of Us 2 is coming out very soon. So if I finish Sly, I'll try and play that before. There's a few other little pickups, but they're just not coming to mind. But they're the major ones at the moment. Yeah, I'm just looking at eBay now at that Ninja Turtles game. It's, there's one here for $190. Is it like somewhat rare or? I don't think so. Like I know EB Games is like selling it still for like 40-ish plus yeah. post. So yeah. for me to get a $25 postage, I was very happy. He wanted five plus post and I just pitched it out there so all you got to do is really ask at times and sometimes they're not happy to do it but majority of the times they are yeah it's got to back yourself in sometimes don't you yeah because if they're not selling it and they want it gone do what you can yeah well I mean it's it's here at um I'm looking at it on PS3 and Xbox 360 it's a lot cheaper but there's no actual copies on the PS4 on eBay at the moment which is interesting uh, I was very happy to pick it up at that price. I'm not sure how good of a game it is. Oh, it's pretty terrible, but it's based more off the comics, which is good. So, um, look, if a casual fan of the series would enjoy it, it's a bit of a hack and slash. There is some mechanical issues. I think I spoke about it on another episode, but, um, you know, quite fun to just pick up and play. Like, ever since our last uh, our Ninja Turtles podcast, I've been going on a big Turtles rampage. I've been picking up a lot of Turtle stuff. But once again, I want to do a bit of a pickups video just on the turtle stuff, so you'll get to see that there. Oh, cool. So it's not so much games, more like uh, figurines and such? Figurines, DVDs, and games as well. Um, but you'll, you'll get to see it. So I'm looking forward to it. Once everything arrives and I've made sure that everything's in good nick, then yeah. we'll... Well, maybe that'll cheer Um Little little boy up who is up, quite upset in the background. Now the oh, dogs yeah. kicking off. We've got all sorts of things going on here. It's chaos. Yeah, it's uh, always in chaos Melbourne, in the Melbourne Metro household. But anyway, um, yeah. casual visitor, viewer won't mind, I'm sure. Okay, so that's our pickups for this last couple of weeks. But uh, what we're going to get into now is the topic of the show. We're going to talk about music. Uh, basically, we're going to talk about which games, uh, preferably retro games, uh, but it can be current gen if you like. Yep. Which games uh, did you find have good music and that suck out to you and are memorable? Um, this is a very hard topic. When you first brought it up, I'm like, oh yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of good music that I like on video games. Uh, but when I actually went down and like originally you said only pick three, and I was like, I don't know if I could do this <laughs> because it was just there's so many good game music that I've grown up with um, mm. so I haven't really gone through music um, yeah. I've yeah. gone through retro stuff and I must say like one of my favourites and it's just because it's ca- catchy music um, mm. I can just sit here thinking about it right now it's just Mario 3 uh, yeah. just some of the music uh, in the games and the levels Yeah, uh, yeah definitely. Uh, one, that's one of my favourite games of all time uh, and the music in it is fantastic as well. Yeah. Um, I'm also going to p- 
pick. This was pretty hard. I was tossing up between the second game and the third game, but mm. I pre- prefer the music in the third game better, and that is Mega Man 3. Mm-hmm. Uh, just some people love the intro of number two, but I actually prefer number three because it starts off slow and then it just builds up into this tune and then it just takes it from there and then all the level music. Uh, it's just fantastic. Yeah. Uh, it's something I play in the car uh, when just driving around uh, as well as my next choice and that's Castlevania 3. It was hard to pick between this one and the fourth one because I love the uh, Simon's theme in the fourth game, but music, I, I just believe it's one of the best in the series. Mm. Um, another game that I love, and that is Super Metroid. The, just the eerie music of every stage. I just sit here right now and I can just play the tunes. It's just a strong place in my heart and my ears as well. Um, yeah. <laughs> next one is uh, Turtles in Time. Um, yeah. yeah, just all the music and the tunes. Uh, once again, same thing as the mm. last game. And the very last one that I'm going to mention, because that could go on for days, uh, is Banjo-Kazooie. Ah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, just every level is very memorable. The music mm-hmm. is done very well. Got a couple honorable mentions. I've got Batman on the NES, uh, Donkey Kong Country, and as I mentioned earlier, Mega Man 2 as Few good, uh, memorable titles there. I think uh, I think most people would agree with you. There's some good soundtracks there. Yeah, like, as mentioned, yeah, I could keep going on, but we'll be here all day. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of great, uh, especially yeah. on the 8-bit, 16-bit. Um, yeah. You got more after that. It became a bit more like you're actually listening to the CD or actual yeah. tracks. Um, yeah. The way they produced those uh, tracks back in the day. What uh, about yourself, my friend? Well, yeah, my favourite game, Clock, which is a Super Nintendo game. Uh, the music from that, I I seem to have really been fond of pretty much my whole life. I've listened to to it on the on YouTube countless times, you know, just hanging around at home and whatever, and doing things in the car, whatever. But yeah, the music in that, I just seem to go like through the whole soundtrack of it. It's just great. And I know that recently there was talk of them releasing a vinyl of it, so I might pick that up if the price is right. But yeah, uh, definitely. I think regardless, you'll pick it up. It <laughs> yeah. is one of your favourite games. Uh, uh, it yeah, a good, it's a good story to go with that game as well. Uh, when you when you did actually put, or when you actually did get it as a little kid. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm trying to like you know, put me in the spot here, but <laughs> yeah, I think I, I think I spoke about that on an earlier podcast for those long time um, Quest listeners. But yeah, um, yeah I, I remember getting it for my birthday. I was expecting some. I think I was expecting Turtles Tournament Fighters. You were. And um, I unwrapped and I'm like, what is this? Like, and, you know, just <laughs> you know, another year I've burnt a present on something, you know, a game that I had no idea. And I don't know if you've seen the cover art, but it's like a claymation sort of setup. It's all done in clay, the characters and the enemies. And I was thinking, oh, my gosh. But, yeah, I just remember playing it and I was like, this is absolutely fantastic. And to this day, yeah, my favourite game by far, um, music, graphics, everything about it. It's extremely difficult, but it is a cool game. Um, really, really cool. Never seen any sequels, prequels, anything. Um, barely any mention on any other consoles. I think he snuck in somewhere, but I can't recall the game where. Um, but yeah, just absolutely. Um, if you haven't checked it out, check it out. Um, maybe I'll, I'll review it on a later episode, or we can do an episode talking about 
our favourite games. I know we've mentioned that doing something like that, but yeah, that was the story. I wasn't expecting it. It was an unexpected game. Um, it didn't make it into the other podcast because it's a little bit different. But yeah, it was it's a really really cool game. But, I was yeah. shocked that it didn't make it into the last episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I just thought we'd maybe keep it for when we did our, you know, our top ten or whatever we do episode. Uh, we talk about it a bit more in detail then. Yeah, no worries. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, I also had Donkey Kong Country, but it's Donkey Kong Country Two. I found the sun- the soundtrack in all three of them on the Super Nintendo to be great, but the second one stuck out to me um, the most. And I recently got a copy of the soundtrack performed on piano by okay. like a classic pianist. So. It's really awesome. Um, just, you know, those soundtracks are quite, I guess, like technical, some of them, you know, um, and the way that they've been transitioned into or onto a piano, it's just, it sounds awesome. So I've been listening to that lately. Final Fantasy IX, also the soundtrack there, um, due to it being an orchestra, it's a little bit more modern than the retro stuff, but it's a PlayStation 1 game, so obviously the ability... So Final Fantasy IX was the next one. That's a PlayStation 1 game. Uh, the soundtrack on that was a little bit different to the retro stuff because it was the first time I sort of heard orchestra music in a game. And obviously with the uh, medieval theme of the game, the fantasy elements, it was really cool. Um, as Square Soft at the time produced it, um, they were able to really put together an outstanding soundtrack, much like here in you know, most of the Final Fantasy games from 7 onwards. It's sort of been, um, you know, part of the... Final Fantasy series is the soundtrack, the music. So really, really fantastic. Um, yep. Got the soundtrack on that too, sort of fairly regularly. Yep. Um, another one, the overall soundtrack isn't great, but the nothing sort of, in terms of actual levels and music on one level, Star Fox on the Super Nintendo, the opening level, uh, the music, and just how it sort of gets you pumping because it's like that up-tempo bass beat and then it sort of like gets into it and you know uh, i figured that was that was really cool i won't i won't say the whole game soundtrack is fantastic but the first level soundtrack music for the first level is just really really cool so that gets a mention yep uh next one mario paint um mario paint yeah the music in that is actually surprisingly very good and you also have the ability to make your own songs which is cool but if you listen to the um, menu music in it, it's really cool. It did pop up in, um, I think it was Super Smash Brothers, and that's where it reminded me. But I don't know. If you've never played it because it was a little bit of a funny game, you had to have the mouse and uh, the little board there to use the mouse. But if you got time, jump on YouTube and check it out because you'll be surprised. But it may not grip you as much these days because you didn't really play a lot of it or you haven't really experienced the game while you're hearing the music, but it is surprisingly good. Yeah. Okay. Um, the other one is Guilty Gear because I'm a huge heavy metal fan. Guilty Gear music is basically heavy metal music um, minus um, vocals. But, yeah. yeah, there's been a few of those soundtracks which I've been um, on the side and they're, they're quite catchy, the riffs and the music. So, um, yeah, hats off to them. That's, that's really, really cool. Um, but, you know, like if any of, the, any of the viewers have any uh, any games they think um, is really, really cool, feel free to leave a comment on the page and tell us what games you think the music was outstanding in yep a hundred percent a hundred percent anyway let's uh get moving on some gaming news what do you got for us this week gaming news oh, i've got a fair bit actually we had uh sonic the hedgehog 2 is potentially on its way i think it is green lit uh, i believe it's going to have tails in it i did yeah. i played it on the sega 
What do you mean? <laughs> Sonic oh, the, movie. the Two movie, mate. Oh, jeez. Sonic the Two movie. Can't wait. Uh, Xbox Series X as 4K HDR and better frame rates to backwards compatibles. So that should be okay if, if you want to play your original Xbox games or 360 on new Xbox. That yeah. will be released later this year or next year, depending on when it comes out. Uh, a Kingdom Hearts TV show is reportedly coming to Disney+. Plus. Okay. Um, Jesus. So if you're into the Kingdom Hearts series, well, there's a TV show coming. We've also got a new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles pinball machine is in the works. I believe you can pre-order it. There's three different models. Um, I think the price starts at like I think eleven thousand AU dollars um, and works its way up to the twenty thousand. Yep. Having a having a look at the pinball. Uh, gameplay itself, it is pretty cool and well done, so I can understand where the price is coming from, but it's not something that I can really afford. Mm-hmm. But I'd love to have it. Um, yeah. We've also got the Sony event. Uh, it was cancelled and moved to our time tomorrow, so the uh, 11th of June. Yeah. Uh, so if you want to check out what the PS5 is coming, and what it's going to bring to the to the table and some gameplay, I believe you should check it out. And the final one, we got uh, we had the Game Gear Micro announced. Pretty much, it comes in four different colors. Uh, they're released with four different games on each model. Um, I'm not sure on how much they're going to be, but they're very small. I don't know how you're going to play it. I believe they got some magnifying glass screen on top of it, but. To have it that small, it's generally big hands. I don't know how I would ever play it. It'll find a way. But that is all the gaming news. The two reviews I do want to fire off the main topic. Um, my game this week that I will yep. be reviewing is about a... Look, it's uh, Donkey Kong on the Super Nintendo. I'm not going to try and... <laughs> I'm not going to try and come up with anything this week. Um, But yeah, Donkey Kong uh, Country on the Super Nintendo, developed by Rare, we all know this, published by Nintendo. Um, 1994, around the world, but basically it's a platforming game starring Donkey Kong, who is a, well, he's a, uh, he's a gorilla. He is a gorilla. He is a gorilla. And he's... um, his sidekick Diddy Kong, who is a chimp. Um, but yes, they we know Donkey Kong from the earlier games in on the uh, NES, but this was his first standalone game on the Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a side-scrolling game featuring uh, DK and Diddy. Diddy is the main characters and the only playable characters. Um, that's not to mention the fact that you can get ride-on characters um, throughout the game, uh, including the ostrich named Rambi, Espresso the Ostrich, On Guard the Swordfish, and Winky the Frog. Yep. Squawks the Parrot. Squawks. Uh, they are the real names, so I'm not making them up. But um, basically, DK and Diddy are progressing through the game to defeat King K. Rool, who has stolen all their bananas. Um, in each level, you need to collect and spell out the letters for the word Kong, K-O-N-G, uh, you can collect extra life balloons, which help you um, progress through the game. Yep. Um, so levels contain enemies, 
bananas and other objects and collectibles, um, like I mentioned. Um, enemies can be defeated by stomping them, rolling, um, or barrel throwing, yep. or by using one of the ride-on animals, which I discussed. Um, so, yeah, there's, it's an extremely popular game. I don't really know anyone who has a Super Nintendo who didn't have this game. Um, yep. But very, very popular. Um, so there is bonus rooms throughout the game which will give you additional bananas and um, power-up balloons or level-up balloons, um, which you can find throughout the levels. You can also, in finding these levels, gain the ability to ride one of the um, animals to collect a certain amount of um, tokens, um, animal tokens, which it will then determine whether or not you get um, bonus lives from how many you collect. How many, um, I think it's, I'm trying to recall if it's, 100 bananas equals an extra life. I'm pretty sure it is 100 bananas. Yeah, would make sense. Um, so yeah, we saw three. We saw two sequels. Sorry, on the Super Nintendo um, to this game using the same um, rendered style, which this one is famous for. You saw a similar style in Mortal Kombat um, and Killer Instinct, I believe, at similar looking games. Yeah, yeah. Um, this game was re-released in 2003 on the Game Boy Advance, and it's been available on the Virtual Console on the Wii U. And also the um, Super Nintendo Classic. Um, yeah, I mean, you, I know you had this one, hundred percent. You had this one, but um, do you have any memories around this game? This is the game that separated the Sega Mega Drive and the Super Nintendo um, from competition because once this game came out, mm. this brought in like a new life for the Super Nintendo, um, and it showed how much better and the palette gameplay mm. how good the graphics are um compared to what see um in memories of this game i remember when i got it um i played it a lot i did find it difficult uh, as a kid yeah. um but i was still able to progress it's just those as you die you go back you have to do it. you don't screw up like where you did on the last go but it was something i i had and i loved as a kid mm. i didn't have the second or the third one though um i know my stepbrother had the second one i absolutely cherish this game uh music's great like it was the first game i bought when we were in japan uh it's called uh super donkey kong yep yeah <laughs> makes sense yeah look it really showcased what the super nintendo could do in terms of the soundtrack which you mentioned when you were discussing soundtracks and games but uh not only that but the color sprite of the super nintendo um, and basically, like it's a fast-moving game. You've got levels where you're in the in the mines, in the little uh, mine cart, traveling yep. along, and you got have the quick reflexes. And you know, there's boss battles where you're fighting um, a giant ostrich, or you know, underground levels, and you know, way changing water levels and stuff like that. Um, going through the trees, swinging on vines. There's so much this game offers in terms of. Um, in terms of, I guess you'd say, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Variance, I guess, in play style. You can, you yep. know, attack it from the sky or the ground below in those earlier episodes, um, episodes, <laughs> earlier levels. But, yeah, you know, it's not only that. You can take your time through the level and look for bonuses, use barrels to, you know, smash open uh, sides of caves and, you know, find bonuses or hidden content there and, um the only thing that, yeah, you mentioned the difficulty. This is that, what, of the three games on the Super Nintendo, this is the only one that I can actually beat 
pretty easily. Um, I can yep. almost breeze through it. I don't know if it's because of um, repetition from when I was a kid, but um, I seem to find it quite um, quite easy, especially the last boss. Um, yeah. Although I don't like in these games how you have to get to a checkpoint, which is a save point um, between levels, and if you don't sort of make it within the lives that you've got, you have to go back. Yeah. I, I really don't enjoy that. Um, but that's really the only flaws to the game. Um, like, I beat it as a kid eventually, but uh, now when we're in, what was it, 2015, when I played in Japan, I nearly got through the whole game in probably oh, like on. 30 minutes. No, uh, you yeah. didn't. I did. I had uh, to come down there and help you on a few levels, if I recall correctly. It was Mega Man. <laughs> me, uh, <laughs> No way. That level where um, the birds are flying at. Was that in the snow world? I, so, I believe that's... I think that's where I started to slow down in the game. But, like, the yeah. first four worlds, uh, it was like a breeze. It was just, like, muscle Bruce. memory in a way. Listen to this guy. Half <laughs> an hour. Beat the game in half an hour, even though it's like a three-hour game. Uh, come on, it's not that bad. So, the best speed run of this game is... 32 minutes, so you did it in 30 minutes, so you now hold I, I, I did beat the game. <laughs> I didn't beat the game. We I said I was smashing through. You hold the world record for beating <laughs> Donkey Kong Country on the Super Nintendo in exactly 30 minutes in Japan, and no one saw it. Congratulations. Oh, I didn't know. I'm sick. Um, that's good. I didn't know that. Yeah, but look, you know, after we saw... Two and three, um, the third one in 1996, it was a 14-year hiatus until we saw Donkey Kong Returns on the Wii. So, you know, um, I think with the Nintendo games, uh, sorry, the Donkey Kong games, now we seem to see side-scrolling platform games more commonly than we do, you know, a three. we did see a 3D one on the, um, on the Nintendo 64, but we didn't see one like this, um, which is what people would remember the game being like until the Wii. Um, but you know, it is, it is definitely uh, a step step up in gaming for the Super Nintendo, and extremely memorable for those who played it um, as a franchise. So, any other comments about it before we move on to your review? Good games of all time as well. Um, I love playing the game as a kid. I still love playing it now. Um, some people say that the other ones that like number two is probably a better game, but I have more memories for one. Yeah, number two definitely plays a lot better. Yeah. Um, but, you know, and you can tell by the sales on the Game Boy Advance of the re-releases, the, number, the second one sold the most. But um, the third one was a little bit different because it didn't actually feature, well, much like the second one, it didn't actually feature Donkey Kong as a yeah. player, which was a bit strange at the time. But we've spoken about it on another show saying, why don't they make a Donkey Kong Country 4 and just yeah. really sort of that, that old school way. But um, it's an ongoing question, isn't it? But... Um, yeah, yeah, real cool game. Was rated very highly, um, high 80s and 90s. So, yeah, that's Donkey Kong Country on the Super Nintendo. Yeah. All right, so I'll fire with my review. Um, I won't go into a spiel because you probably won't get it, but we've got uh, Burnout 3 or Burnout 3 Takedown um, was my game. Uh, it's a racing video game. If you've never played it before, it's developed by... Criterion Games and published by EA. Uh, Burnout 3 was released on the PS2, the Xbox, uh, back in September 2004. 
And if you haven't played the Burnout series, it's a very fast-paced arcade racing style game. Uh, you gain boost uh, through through risky driving uh, by driving on the wrong side of the road um, nice. with uh, like near misses, which increase the car's speed. Um, what elevated the gameplay from the previous two installments uh, was the introduction of takedowns. Now, takedowns allow players to slam their opponents until they crash. Now, takedowns work in conjunction with the boost system, so by filling up and extending the boost meter, so you pretty much hit people into the wall, you make them hit into other cars, and you will go faster with your boost. Um, Pretty much aside from standard circuit races, the game features modes uh, focused on performing takedowns on rivals, uh, vehicles, and causing pretty much damage at junction occupied with traffic so you just got to smash them into traffic um pretty much each game variant is featured in a single player campaign mode called world tour uh which uh serves as the primary method for unlocking new and faster cars uh you also have road rage in this game and that's a new game mode in which the player must achieve a certain number of takedowns uh in a present time limit or before their vehicle is totaled so Pretty much driving along the track and just smash as many cars into the wall your takedown number goes up um, but they can take you down so pretty much as your car gets damaged you get ruined and then once your damage is your car's gone game over so pretty much take him out as fast as you can and get uh, your road rage and takedowns up in terms of memories of this game like i used to play two a fair bit I used to hire it from the video store, but when it came down to three, I ended up purchasing that, and I even got one of our mates uh, into this game, uh, Angus. Uh, what was a good memory, like when we all caught up at your place at Christmas time, he even brought up uh, how much fun he had with this game. Yeah. Um, so we had a lot of fun. We used to play it together. He used to come around. Um, I think he probably did purchase it afterwards, but. I've just been in love with the series. I've got it on the PS. I've got the games on the PSP as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got. I think I bought everyone since then. Unfortunately, they don't make them anymore after Paradise, uh, which was a bit different. After three, they did uh, Burnout Revenge, which was also fun. They just added a few different elements. Uh, then they did Burnout Paradise uh, on the 360 and PS3, and they've recently remastered that uh which i also beat again yeah um yeah no, fantastic fantastic game um all i can say is upon release this game got huge became one of the highest rated rated racing video games of all time and is yep. considered by many to be one of the greatest video games of all time but oh, yeah, that's a lot of people's opinion um it's one of my opinions as well like i love this game but it depends if you like uh, arcade racing games. Mm. Um, yeah. What are your thoughts on the game? Um, have you played it before? Yeah, yeah. well, um, I remember getting the Xbox, the original Xbox, and getting it on that uh, with my brother, and we played quite a bit of it. Um, also, I remember playing it with friends, yourself and um, others, but I just, yeah, found it really cool how you could sort of smash them into the wall and then you put it into slow motion and look at the wreckage. Yeah. Um, and you can get, like, sort of, the multipliers, as you knock more cars down, you can sort of speed up. 
Yeah. Um, the soundtrack was cool too, and yeah, I just, I, it was like definitely a really really fun game to just sort of cruise around. I remember I used to when playing with my brother, um, I used to try to prove to him that you could win the race with the worst cars versus the best cars in the game. Yeah. And the way I do that is by taking it like super careful because he'd just storm off down the road and, um, you know, crash his car and get totaled. But I'd sort of go slow and steady and pretty much even beat him or just be behind him. Yeah. So um, you can play it different ways. But, yeah, really, really cool how you can sort of, um, you know, tap the back of a car and then just flip up through the air and all of a sudden, of course, you know, major damage. So really, really yeah. awesome game. Um, it's, it's cool to think about because I haven't actually thought about a game in a long time. Yeah, no, it's a it's a good game. Like I was just thinking about, uh, I was having a look at some games that I've got, and I'm like, yeah, I absolutely love this this one. I remember when I got my 360, I um, got that out of storage and went to play it, and it didn't work on the um, on the Xbox, which is a shame. But um, played it on Xbox One, really fun game, and uh, yeah, good review. No, oh, good. Thank you. Glad you right. enjoyed well, the game. I did. Yes, thank you. But uh, why don't you tell us where you can find the podcast? Uh, yes, you can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts. Uh, you can also find it on Deezer, uh, Spotify, Wishgo as well, um, and Stitcher Smart Radio. Uh, there's a Facebook page. Uh, just look at Power on Retro Gaming on the Facebook and also on Instagram at the same handle. And um, as I mentioned earlier, Scott has an Instagram page, uh, Melbourne Retro, uh, which you can find his gaming images as well. Um, yeah, and power on.